but friends. <laughs> uh, Squishburger, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Shut up, you Squishburger. Bill, we're far away from each other today, uh, yep. but it's still good to see your face and hear your voice. Likewise. We're going to talk about uh, the Live Tour, some breaking news breaking. right before we went on. Uh, dropped and uh, and then somehow we end up talking about Star Wars, which is a pretty typical uh, episode of that range life, quite honestly. Yeah, I feel like if you were golfing with us or sitting in the garage drinking beer, that's pretty much all we talk about: live tour and Star Wars. Chris, with that said, welcome to that range life. All right, another episode of that Range Life show sometimes about golf. Over there with me remotely, Chris McEwen, yeah, at Chris McEwen, yeah. all the social medias, the one and only host of hit golf podcast, Golf Origin Stories. This is Bill Bush of DryRangeHeroes.com, at Range Heroes, where all your, where all your social media profiles are sold. <laughs> wow, here we are, 121st episode as the YouTube flies. Can't wait to get with you guys this week. Get down below, hit subscribe, hit the bell, do all the YouTube things. All right. I, I was watching something this past week and they were making fun of how like the typical YouTube intro with all the call to actions and how that's so like passe now. And I said, yeah, right. it really is, but I think you still got to do it. So <laughs> we're doing it. We're, we're on the cusp. Of one thousand, I think. Right as we speak here, uh, we're we're one hundred and one away. That's the last I saw today as well. Yeah, and um, very exciting. I think once we get to like, I don't know, ten thousand subscribers, that's when we just we can stop, and it's more like, hey, make sure you right. tell a friend. Right. So until then, <laughs> right. do all those things. All those we can start taking subscribers for granted when we hit the ten k mark. Well, I mean, not for granted, but fishing <laughs> for anybody who might click it. Show hey, a little, uh, little class like we've been here before. Uh, I know you're not feeling great today. Yeah. But did you do anything for the long weekend? Any uh, any fun activities with the fam or anything? Did you, did you this is traditionally a barbecue filled yeah, weekend. Yeah. Did you put something on the smoker or something? So I did I did do some some smoking and some barbecuing, but uh Friday I don't remember if we've talked about it on this here show before, but we have a neighbor friend who um, it's tough because I don't know how much detail to go into. Yeah. Um, in short, their little girl had an issue with um, her kidneys and she's roughly, I want to say six, seven years old and they have four kids. Um, great family, sweetest people in the world. A lot of fun. Yeah. And um, the girl had to get a kidney transplant and her mom donated the kidney. So a lot of family oh, wow. and friends railing around them. And, you know, we early on did the whole like, hey, do you guys need anybody to help like cook meals, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, I actually you know, the sister put together a meal train. So everybody oh, yeah. and their mother could sign up for it. And um, the problem is. Quote unquote problem. I'm happy to do it. The problem is when you become a 
have a neighborhood reputation of the barbecue guy and not that you like to do it like people start vouching for the food right right well, that's that's what people want now fortunately pulled pork is pretty easy and serves a zillion people and yeah. um early on and this is where i feel like i may have mentioned them before early on when they were still figuring out what was going on with the daughter she could have like she couldn't have zero sodium so i said mm-hmm. hey look i can work with that i can make you a good pulled pork that's pretty 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 light on the sodium and i did and so went over gangbusters in that house so friday even though you know with work going on and everything i smoked a 10 pound pork shoulder for them and made a bunch of pulled pork and gave that to them so that was friday and we saved a little for ourselves and then um i want to say saturday we just did some wings and some leftover pulled pork uh, then there's a lot of burgers between saturday or sunday and monday yeah but other than that it was weird we i felt like we didn't do a lot but we were always busy you know <laughs> right, right always doing something what, somewhere are you are you aware of uh apparently there's a new i don't know if it's a trend in the barbecue world in the smoking world perhaps of like a full pork rack of smoking pork a pork rack so not just like not a whole, pork chop. Not like no, not like the whole pig you're saying. Right. Right. Just a rack of pork. So it's the pork it's the pork chops basically all connected. It's like So have you heard in, of this? instead of like a prime rib, right? Or like um Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of ribeyes in a row, like the pork chops in a row. Right. I'd say, yeah, I've seen it done, but not sometimes they'll do the like crowns with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm familiar. Okay. It's not, there's a, there was like a, there was a, a barbecue segment on like a radio station or something else. Like I think it was on the scores, like sports station. Okay. And they were talking about that kind of stuff. And he said, because it's, um, you know, with inflation, People are looking for things that maybe are a little less pricier, but right. still a good cut, still flavorful. So they're getting these pork racks and just smoking them that way and then just scraping all the meat off or something. I don't know. Hmm. It was out of, out, a little out of my depth. Only one way to find out if that's any good. I mean, I, yeah. okay. I'm not going to, I mean, I think of the equivalent with beef and how prime rib is sort of that like, I mean, let's be honest about prime rib, even when it's made well, it's sort of rubbery and, uh, Can had, be. you know, yeah. it's had like weird, sure. weird. And I, I mean, I've enjoyed it many a prime rib in my life. Nothing wrong with it. Um, pork in itself is sort of a disgusting meat. I mean, it, uh, <laughs> the animals yeah. kind of gross in general and the way they like secrete toxins out of their body and whatnot. So I think of that. I, I mean, I try it. I love a good rib. I love a good, sure. I love a good pork chop, and I try it. But it sounds like it could come out a little gross. Yeah, not a huge fan of the pork chop. If like, if there's a full menu of things, like if I if that's the only thing I can get, I'll get a pork chop. But you know, all things considered, if I've got a full menu, pork chop is very, very bottom of the list. Yeah, I've never. I mean, and I've done it more out of because fine i've seen other people rave about it i want to see what it's all about but if i'm yeah. going to gibson's i'm not getting the pork chop exactly right what, why that's right. uh, the gibson's pork yeah. chop i did have the one time they do it you know the whole thing with applesauce and the work it was really yeah, really, yeah. really good but yeah why 
Yeah, exactly. My my wife, my wife, uh, she made a on Friday when it was still cold. Mm-hmm. Um, we took advantage of the cold, and she made a corned beef, nice old fashioned Jewish corned beef, like boiled it and then baked it. She makes a homemade mustard. Nice. It was so good. I, I love corned beef so much. So, so do I. It's so good. Yeah, so good. Beautiful. That's I'm jealous of that. Hey, I thought of you. Um, I saw and I almost tagged you. I'm like, you know what? I won't bother him. But it was this one of the the big social media barbecue guys. He has an equivalent, a similar but something bigger, more expensive, nicer than you have mm-hmm. flat top thing. Yeah, um, Blackstone. Yeah, what he's got like a four burner, probably one of those massive oh, it's, things. It's something giant because yeah. as an influencer, I'm sure it costs him next to nothing. So right, right. Um, some brand I never heard of, and he did like. Straight up, Benihana um, <laughs> fried it's rice awesome. on it. Yeah, yeah, and it he nailed it. I mean, it's one. That's one of those foods. It's like I don't need. Well, how can you tell? You got to taste. I'm like, no, you can tell by the look of a of like a flat top fried rice <laughs> if they nail. Right. And this guy yeah. nailed it. I can't wait. I'm gonna do that. Uh, so it's like it takes a lot of prep though. You have to make the rice like the day before because you have to dry it out. Um, I'm still a little light on the sauces that I want to have and need to have for that. Yeah. So there's still some prep work that I got to go through, but that is top of So I still haven't done a smash burger. I'm, I'm going to do some smash burgers uh, this week. And then, yeah, full on fried rice, like some chicken fried rice. Yeah. Do me a favor. For explain sure. Explain to me, because I've asked, I've asked my wife and <laughs> she, I don't, I don't really... I don't want to say appreciate. I didn't really appreciate her response. Like, I didn't feel like it added a ton to the, the <laughs> okay. thought. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I enjoy a smash burger. Yes. They're, like if I you go to. Uh, do you guys have a, a place? Oh, I can't even think of what it's called now. I know it if I saw it. All right, like five it, guys or something. No, it's uh, no. it's not Eddie's. It's. uh it's a new Freddy's. It's called Freddy's. Okay. No, I'm not familiar with Freddy's. And um, delightful, everything. The menu's solid, but it, it's, it's smash steak burgers, right? Okay. And I don't, I feel like they just became an internet phenomenon because they were different. But really, I, I don't really understand the excitement and why people are so into them. And I don't mean that like, I don't like, I'm judging them or think negatively. Well, I, don't think, I, I don't think it's um, it's not like this or that. It's not like well, segment. By the way, you want a traditional <laughs> pub burger or do you want a smash burger? Um, I think there's room for any sort of style of burger. A burger is a burger, and they're delicious, right? Um, I think with a Blackstone specifically or flat iron because you can do it on a grill with a flat iron if you got it, right? Um, the sear is a big deal. And the flavor coming off the the griddle okay. is a big deal. Just like anything else, I mean, you can make, you know, you can make a omelet or pancakes on in a pan, or you can do it on a flat top or a blackstone, and you get a little more flavor from it. Uh, but yeah, the bur- the the smash burger is really well. Any when you're cooking on a flat top, it's really just about that sear. You sear in those like immediately. You sear in the juices. Right away, there's no dripping compared to a grill where you do get some juices that will escape a little bit. You can't get uh, a grill necessarily as 
you know, well, not, I won't say it's hot, but the surface area coverage isn't as good. So really when you sear that burger and you smash it, you're, you're capturing all of the juices see, in that might, burger wouldn't and then be, the seasoning will add to it. Wouldn't you be, cause you put them on the grill and like a, let's just call it a meatball size thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then right. you smash it down with something and you know, mm-hmm. they would say like, Hey, don't push your burger into the grill. Cause you push the juices out. Like, yeah. How's that not pushing the juices out? Well, because it's still raw. There's no juice left. Okay. Okay. So as, as you sear it, so when you hit that burger, when you hit the smash burger onto the, uh, onto the Blackstone and you smush it down, you're searing the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. No juice is going to escape there. When you flip it over, you sear the other side of it. No juices are escaping there. And that's it. That's a wrap. And the other thing too is I think, you know, it's just a more efficient way, an easier way to make a burger. You know, it's like two minutes aside or whatever to get it at 160 degrees. Right. I would it's say. Um, and they are delicious, man. A little bit of oil, you know, a little, you know, you put well, some salt I, I and just, pepper. And, like, oh, the the lattice, the crispy lattice edges. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's something to that. I don't know. We'll I have to do like a, we'll have to do yeah. a, like a burger challenge one day. No, not a challenge. How about just we appreciate all the burgers? No, that's what I mean. Like you just all line right. them up, all these different types of burgers. Like I don't necessarily – the other thing too is – We can call it um, a burger a burger appreciation celebration. There you go. Right. There you go. That sounds like a 4th of July episode probably. Yeah, right. Honestly. Um, but, uh, you know, pub burgers, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of meat. There, let's when, be honest. There's, there's happy in between a pub burger and – of course. And, uh, well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, a smash burger. Right. I call them squish burgers at that point. <laughs> no, maybe it's time to move on to a new topic. I will say. That was, that was my ever, nickname in high school, squish burger. <laughs> we still call you that every now and then. Like, oh, nice shot, squish burger. That's going to stick. Be heading over to Printful the next I don't day. Know, but I want a t shirt. Everything. I want everything to be but France and squish burger from now on. Those <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I will tell you, it's. Have you ever gone down the rabbit hole of like the history of the burger in America. And um, one of the, like I, they say the where I think I have this right, where smash burgers came from was out of basically a beef shortage in Oklahoma. Well, in the country, but in, in Oklahoma yeah. and they okay. were, but they had tons of onions. And so they would uh, like use the onion as a filler. And sure. so then they'd smash that all together onto their cooking surface and at the end, it was just, you know, it was a thin patty. Yeah. And so those ones, I, when they see people who make those, um, those do look and sound phenomenal. Um, yeah. You, yeah. What's the channel with uh, the Hot Wings guy? First oh, We Feast? Yeah. They have this guy who's like a the burger guy there and does a, like all these burger series and he's very oh. quirky. Okay. It is awesome. Go down the rabbit hole of watching this guy shows. If you ever get a chance, that's to you, that's right. the listeners and viewers, yeah. do it. I can't. The guy's so good. The food looks good. He's very funny. Um, sort of a disaster in the kitchen. It's great. Yeah. So check that out. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, what about you? What's uh, What was your m- Memorial Day like, sir? Oh, I put it on here in the notes. Like it was a, uh, it's a lot of socialization. Lots, lots of hanging out with people uh, on Friday. I went and played a late 
round of golf at Bartlett Hills by myself, nine holes. Just wanted to talk to Phil to Phil about some stuff uh, about the golf course and doing some things for the course. Saturday, we went to a friend's house and they barbecued and we socialized there and talked about stuff. And then Sunday, I played talked golf. about stuff. Got it. Yeah. Sunday, I played golf with my son back at Bartlett, Bartlett Hills. We went and played another nine there. Uh, we also, was it Sunday? No, Monday, we went to another friend's house that had a pool. So we hung out in the pool and talked about stuff. Uh, and I also, uh, this evening, late evening, I guess, before our show, I went back to Bartlett Hills again to play golf with my daughter, mm. the youngest of the two girls. Uh, and let me tell you something. I also put this in the notes. Uh, you know, Phil, I know Phil, we love Phil over at Bartlett Hills. Uh, great dude. Um, to see him, I've never like, he's like, obviously he's a teacher. He's a PJ professional. He, he teaches, um, he gives lessons there, seeing him in action. Uh, so he saw my daughter, he saw Kennedy hit, I don't know, two shots off a tee. Mm -hmm. And he said, do X, right? I want you to, I don't care where the ball goes. All I want you to do is it was, he was talking about getting up on her, you know, front foot, getting the weight shifted onto the free. He's like, I don't care where it goes. I, here's where I want you to finish. And he like, kind of like put her in the finishing position. He's like, this is where I want you to be after you hit your shot. That's all he did. And God, like right the next tee, the next tee shot just banged it down the fairway. It was beautiful. So oh, shout out to Phil over at Bartlett Hills, man. So is that easy? Always. Dude's a magician. Yeah. He also gave me a tip, but it didn't take as well. That's not true. Actually, it, it did take very well because the next shot after he gave me the tip, uh, I was on the green and two on a par five. Thank you mm. very much. There you go. Yeah. I need some tips right now. Real bad. Real bad. <laughs> well, we got to get over to – I basically lived at Parlet Hills this weekend. I'm probably going to go back there again, I don't know, next this weekend coming up uh, just because I love it there. And, you know, he already gave me one little tidbit of uh, information for the for the golf swing. Why not uh, grab a few more? He's Man, handing well, them out over there, at least to me. Phil, not to just... you out there listening and watching. Yeah, for you, pay, pay the man. He deserves say, it. For you, listeners and watchers, you probably get a discount, but you, there's a, I'm sure, very affordable and agreeable rate worth your time. I'm sure um, I'll give you like a good 10, 15% off if you say that uh, you heard about it on that range life. He would love it, actually. Sorry, Phil. We just, if you just got committed to that, um, <laughs> I'll cover the 10%, Phil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I feel like you just need to stop. Shh, shh, shh. But France, maybe, maybe but France. stop. <laughs> France Listen, is, Squish Burger, you need to shut your face. <laughs> cold words, but France. Um, that's cool. You play golf with the kids. Always fun. I play golf with uh, John Heisey. Haven't played with him. Uh, I realized that, uh, this uh, in seven months. Oh wow! So I was like, man, uh, yeah. got to do better than that. And then. Um, I played golf with my good friend, Fran. I was going to say Fran. <laughs> but France. But Fran. But France. Uh, Andrew Jesenig, a <laughs> uh, robo toaster slash uh, my graphic guy for all these years. And, oh, nice. Uh, 
always does with the graphic thing. So he's one of those guys where he comes calling, hey, uh, I need this golf thing. And it's not like, oh, well, it's just like, you, okay, what? You can just come to my house and have it, you know? Um, yeah, right. It's the least I can do. And uh, he, check out his marketing, digital marketing media company. I don't even know what you'd brand them as, Robo Toaster. They're super cool, tons of fun. Um, and his buddy, who he's known from high school, who now works at Robotoast and does graphic design stuff, and they're talking about golfing at Medina with Bob Verdi because oh, wow. the one guy knows Bob Verdi real well from working at the Blackhawks for a bunch of years. So the, that's awesome. These guys are super fun. Andrew Jezernig yeah. is the best. I love the baby boy so much. He's not a baby boy anymore. He's like 30. How old am I? 37. So he's 30, 33 ish. You know, okay. um, but I was, was telling John, he he was a freshman when we were seniors on the hockey team. And he was like he was the one freshman who it, we weren't that type who's like, oh, the freshman. Like, that's not what our group was like. But yeah. he was the same time. You you know, you got your hotel rooms on the road. He was one like, hey, that freshman can come in our room. Like he's he can, oh, okay. he can be with us. He's cool. So, um, yeah. The guy's just, he's the best. So I got to play with him. That was a lot of fun. And uh, played at Mill Creek, the reopened Mill Creek in Geneva. And um, I remembered it from the old days when I loved it. And then the old days of like, oh, this place is a sorry state in a sorry state of affairs. Really? Three years later, they're reopening it. They're investing a bunch of money in it. And the course is back. It's going to be great. And back to where it once was mm-hmm. it was it was disappointing it was sad um it was really? better than the last time i played it but you're like they're never gonna get the money i mean it was memorial yeah. day and it, it was perfect for memorial i'll be it's super windy yeah there were enough rounds out there but there's just like no buzz around the place so yeah it was sad but whatever I played that's golf. disappointing yeah i golf yeah. that was that was nice right Hit I golf hit, balls. I hit golf balls. Most of yeah. them, most of half of them. Okay. So a little bit of them good and a lot of them bad. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, Oh, I just got fit for these new irons and I've been really looking forward to it. So yeah, there was no, nothing to do with equipment whatsoever. I was just a hot mess. So there you go. Great. Great. Um, hey, um, go ahead. So go right on. before we went on, um, I don't even know if you saw it yet. The first list. I think for the first 42 players of the first event of the LIV, aka checked, Live Tour, was released. I checked the notes to make be like, oh, I haven't added anything. I've hardly been in a state. And I also realized like whatever I got going right now is giving me like terrible stigmatism. So you know how you get the like oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. lines off of things, you know? Sure. So that's it's a real treat to uh to read things but that was um, awesome yeah so i said oh maybe i'll just leave it i don't i don't care i'll just let chris tell me about it it'll be authentic but i like no nope, i gotta look <laughs> um yeah talk about the list so okay so uh some some people that we knew were going to be on there right your guy polter uh dick bland uh is on there um so i know what a, of all the people we've talked about through all this yeah what a and I, I'm sure you rake me over the coals and, you know, how unpatriotic of me. What a genius for the move for that guy. Like, man, oh, mediocre yeah. or whatever. But like, yeah. I think all the talk about how many years he went without a win and this, that, whatever. And I'll just go soak up some easy paydays here. And after 30 years of grinding, 
<laughs> totally, man. Like I think a lot of the people that you saw, Kevin Na, I didn't know. So I guess we'll get into the like the surprises or un, not surprises, but like oh okay, but like Kevin Na mm-hmm. on that list was interesting. Um, did we know that Graham McDowell was a possibility? Did I miss that? I knew that one. Did you? Yeah. That's this. That's like my Ian Poulter. Him, Justin Rose, love- all like a lot of these guys who you know just have clearly been. Yeah, they were really great. Rose, especially fairly recently, was a very good golfer. But now yeah. he's not on the list yet. But he's not been yet. linked to it. Yeah, but you've got Sergio Garcia, obviously. Um, who is the other big name that was on there? Um, I feel like you're you're missing the. Are you purposely not getting to the biggest one? Or is- yeah, the biggest surprise was DJ, obviously right, okay. Dustin Johnson. Who I don't even know. I think there was a joke somewhere on Twitter. It was like, does he know that he signed up for this? Is he aware or they're like, <laughs> like they're just like, Dustin, you're going to go play golf here uh, and you're going to get $20 million. And he's like, cool. Yeah. I'll take my boat over there and I'll hit some golf balls. Um, you said Westwood. Yeah. Lee Westwood, which we obviously knew about. Um, I thought there was one other American. Um, Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch. That was the big shock. I feel like along with DJ. Uh, of him going over there, which I don't know, whatever Taylor Gooch. I mean, what? I, Good for him, I guess. He won this year, and he's done all right. But it's like, yeah, but he's like Max Homa's best friend, and it's like a whole thing. You know, he's a Twitter personality, so to kind of, sort of. You know, like yeah, that doesn't whatever, Max Homa's man. best friend doesn't equal zeros in your bank account, right? Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. um. The, the this greatest star in American golf that never was possibly Peter Uline. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah. Title Titleist Ambassador Junior. Right, right. So uh, the the uh, the names that aren't on the list, like you mentioned, yet. Right. Uh, obviously, Phil Mickelson was nowhere to be found on that list. Uh, Bubba Watson, who I thought was going. Four to six weeks with his injury. Why commit and have him on yeah. the list? Yeah, I, oh, that's right. That's right. He did have a bad, what was it? A bad knee or something? Torn meniscus? Yeah, torn meniscus. I think meniscus. so, yeah. Um, no Bryson. Injury. Uh, also, well, now he's, I thought he was back. I thought he was okay I now. He, I thought he wasn't Not playing. Yet? Yeah, oh, I thought okay. he didn't withdraw. I don't know. I don't know. He he came out with some sh- weird uh, statement too today. It's like, all right, bro. Just, just so everybody hears Maybe stop me. talking for a minute. Yeah. Hey, Squishburger, hush. Right? <laughs> Has anybody you want to be quiet, you call him a Squishburger. Squishburger. Oh, this is the best. Oh, this is the best. Um, yeah, this is really going to show, too, how much like I just do not pay attention to anything. I'm paying attention to the playoffs of hockey. And ooh. that's it. That's I it. heard um, – is it is it Tampa and Colorado is like just a free for all? We have Colorado lots of offense. Ed, Colorado and Edmonton before Colorado we came Edmonton. in were yeah. up. Uh, Colorado was up six to three or four. Wow, can't remember. Um, and they said before the game, like these teams aren't worried if they give up five goals because they can score goals so much. And sure yeah. enough, in the midway through the second period, yeah, a little over midway through the second, when I went to put my kid to bed and all that. So who knows how yeah. it finished, but yeah, six to six to three or six to four. And it hit the God. Wow. Offensively speaking, both of those teams are so freaking good. It's not even funny. 
but it's kind of it. like it's kind of like the the new NHL was were made. This was what they wanted at the end of the day. Right, they right. wanted these teams that are super fast and really good. They don't have to. They're not huge guys. Uh, they're not back checking a lot. They're just flying up and down the ice. Well, and it's hard to you can't back check like the game's so fast. It's just right, bang bang right. down the other way. So it's not even right. an element to the game. And you look at this game and you go, man, I don't see how any team beats either of these teams. Whoever wins this series is going to win the cup. Yeah. But then I'm just going to assume Tampa Bay just fleeces the Rangers. Yeah. And all of a sudden you run into Tampa Bay who can run and gun and beat you up. And they have Vasilevsky and who's like the greatest goalie since Brodeur and Wah combined. Uh, Put him in now. Like, good luck. Yeah. And Big Rig Maroon wins his fourth cup in a row. Tampa. Yeah. It's just. And oh hey, you guys are like the the Yankees and salary cap whatever. It's like okay, fine, well, let's deal with our salary cap and put new people in. Oh, we're still awesome. Sorry. Yeah, when they were they were all their guys too. These aren't they're not like they're not quite like the Yankees. Well, I guess the Yankees build a little bit from within and then supplement. It's, it's there's been a few, but generally speaking, yeah, it's all people they've had they're, from. Yeah, I mean that's the new NHL. Like that's why the Blackhawks fell apart because. They couldn't refresh their roster with their own people. I don't want to talk about them. I suck so bad at everything. <laughs> Anyways, uh, live tour round one uh, of the first event. Nine days from now, William. Nine days. It's going to be a thing, man. I will be. Here's, all right, so we've both conceded to like, we're kind of giving up on it. We don't really care. We probably will watch it. Do we if go it, to- If it's watchable, I don't even know what it's going to be on. That's a good point. But yeah, do we do we go watch it at Rich Harvest Farms? I I feel like that's the last bastion of me. Like, well, it's okay because I'm not doing that. (laughs) Right. Look, if you want to give me a credential and put me behind the ropes and I can get five five feet from Dustin Johnson, uh, I'll make the drive. That means I have an obligation. You know what I mean? I got to do something. Damn. You don't have to do anything. You just get a credential. Who cares? All right, fine. I'm in. Yeah, we could have those. I'm trying to think of the other names. I gotta look it up. We could be we could be authorized by the Saudi, the bloody Saudi government. Man, Chris, we'd be so controversial. (laughs) Wait, what's this? Oh, um, the other thing too. I think that I just saw is that here's the real thing um, that's interesting. Ryan French, Monday Q Info, right? Yeah. He's the source. He says he got a, a call from a person uh, that is in the know, apparently, um, that one of the amateurs that joined the tour. Oh, um, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Got $6 million up front. An amateur got $6 million. He hasn't played a. a, a oh, a, that answers it to me then. So I was going to ask you. It's three amateurs. I want to. I want to say it's a twenty-one USAM champion. Is one of them, and then some fifteen-year-old kid who won some Asian event. Yes. Um, yes. 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 I'm, how? What's the appeal for them to play in this? Because they're amateurs. But in the new amateur rules, you can keep amateur status and make money. So. Yep. That yep. is something. It's really. It is quite. Uh, I mean, that a lot of people are saying like, that's the real, the true threat, right? Is if they start to bring in 
these amateurs that well, they, turn out to it, be it, yeah, stars. They, they win the pipeline. Right. Right. Yeah. And giving somebody – oh, here's, a, here's the rest of the names. Let's see. Um, oh, Martin Keimer was the one I was thinking about. Oh, that sounds about – I mean, no surprise. Yeah. 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 Martin Keimer's in there. So that was the other one that kind of surprised me. Um other that surprised that, you? I feel like that would be like uh, right in the Lee Westwood cookie cutter. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I yeah, especially for a guy who like has he every time it looks like he's starting to he hasn't found his form and like yeah, five he's really years. falling off. He, now he seems like he was just a fluke. Like that was the number one player in the world at one point. Yeah, I guess one. it's just like, kind of went with the the way of Justin Rose too. Rose was number one for a, a beat, and then he yeah. took then he started playing different clubs or something weird right yeah then he went for that homa deal and yeah, yeah. hanma sorry not that's max homa <laughs> um, anyways that's our live coverage for the for the week ladies and gentlemen uh thank you for listening we'll still Next save topic. it for another show i feel like i have more energy in it but um what the live tour even means to everybody and as far as like who even cares but like i said save that um, i think at the end of the day it'll be a it'll be a lot of gnashing of teeth um about nothing teeth gums and uh and i and i think dustin johnson is gonna be a that's a big deal yeah it's a big that's a bigger deal i would argue than phil mickelson playing oh 100 he's like right like yeah that dude's still in his prime can still completely relevant yeah right he's still right. moving golf clubs yeah phil's still moving golf clubs who am i kidding yeah, I mean he's in some but now i don't know dustin johnson's like whatever top 10 in the world or something like Anyways, married to Paulina. He is now. Congratulations, DJ. Congrats to both of you. I'm oh, sorry. the other one that uh, the other the other guy that's playing for the Live Tour is another Kepka. Do you see the other Kepka? Oh, his brother in. is huh? Chase. Chase Kepka is playing in the Live Tour. Might as well. It's polite. Good. Good on him. <laughs> <laughs> go get him, Chase, and all of you. Way to go, Squishburger. You guys are go gonna win. You guys are going to get so much money. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You guys are now rich. Congratulations. Oh, meanwhile, go. I'm like, shit, I had to give up $1,800 to fix part of my chimney this week. Awesome. <laughs> You're getting $6 million for hitting a golf ball around London. Right. Right. And you don't even have to play well. Um, all right. Also before, true. before I move on or move, wrap this thing up, one of those two, you figure it out. Um, okay. It was TV talk. I don't know how much we want to dive into this. I, I'm guessing you've started Stranger Things. We I have, have indeed. I have indeed. Have you? Have, did you're a Stranger Things guy, right? Yeah. You haven't talked about it in a while. Yeah. Have you started it at all? No, I was finishing okay. up uh, Better Call Saul. Okay. So I'm finished. I'm fully that, up to speed on that with the mid season finale and all that. And this is okay. the final season. So right, um, right. It's been a weird. Have you? Are you up to speed on it? Better Call Saul. Yeah. No, remember I haven't. I stopped watching after like the third season. I got to oh, go no, back. I, I think once it's done, yeah, I'll sorry. go and binge through it. Well, it's been but a no. weird. It's been sort of like a weird last half season where you're going. Wait, am I remembering remembering a Breaking Bad storyline? In short, oh, really? he's he's come from Jimmy McGill. Now we're seeing like where Saul Goodman came from and how Saul Goodman and the Saul Goodman process all was yeah. put together. Yeah. Um, so I'm starting to get storylines mixed up. And at the same time, they're tying up Better Call Saul storylines in this series. So it's okay. been a little, yeah, what the hell's going on? Um, but the last episode had a pretty good, like, holy shit. So, really? 
I am That's looking fun. forward to the next half of it. But do they go? Do they? I don't know if this. If you don't want to answer this, uh, and you want to wait, but like, do they go beyond like post Breaking Bad with Saul Goodman? Not or yet. Is it only if they, leading up until he meets. If they do, it's not yet. Okay, because I guess so, at the end of the day, we already know he's working at Cinnabon and he's in hiding, right? Right. Um, that's how, kind of how the show started way back when right now is really tightening up how he got involved with Mike Ehrmantraut and Gus Fring. Oh, really? That's, that's awesome. And, but why? And like what? So yeah, there's right. I, I won't say anything more, but yeah, okay. it gets, uh, okay. Mike, one of the all time great characters of television. Yeah. He's so good. Honestly. So good. Um, yeah. Gus so Fring yeah, too, for that matter. We'll do stranger things. War was going to start that tonight, but then we got to record this show. Um, <laughs> I did finish up Shorzy, the Letterkenny spinoff, and oh my God, it's so good. And I'm sure- I still haven't watched a single minute of Letterkenny. Well, I'm sure- What is that on, Hulu? Yeah, we can watch it on Hulu okay. here in the States. Crave, if you're in Canada. Okay. But if you're not a hockey guy and like hockey- culture and locker rooms were not part of your life yeah um i you it, i think you can still watch it and enjoy it but you probably needed to be a letter kenny fan to be like yeah this is good if you're not a hockey guy but so john heisey right, a right. lifelong hockey guy growing up in the culture said if you haven't seen all of letter kenny at this fine watch this you'll enjoy it and he did um there's a lot of funny stuff there's a lot of like sort of C D list hockey people in it too, where if you're, oh, you're like, okay, oh, I remember Terry Ryan drafted by the Montreal Canadians in 2002. Right. Well, Cause he, his story was he was just drafted like fifth overall by the Montreal Canadians and um, just was a monster in junior hockey and fizzled out. doesn't yeah, even do wash out justice yeah. what he did in the NHL. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's he's notoriously a super cool, nice, fun guy, and he plays a character from Newfoundland in it, and he's so good. He's like to the point of my like, how's this really? guy not pulling more like, you know, uh, playing goofy Canadian characters in TV yeah. shows and movies. He's very he's very enjoyable in it. So right. Shorzy was fantastic, and then um, watched the first two episodes of Kenobi. Oh, I haven't done that. I haven't gotten to that yet either. I don't know how I feel. I'm I'm finding myself in this very very mixed reviews. I feel well. I, I'm starting to think about it. How many of the shows have come out? I felt like Book of Boba Fett really fizzled out at the end and was so good. I thought, man, you know, Mandalorians obviously all of it's been so good, and I yeah. think it's like people are getting so used to the TV shows they feel like their movies are being lost and devalued. And then they're like, well, okay, great. When are we going to make a good movie again? And then there's certain people like don't make good movies again. Let, let history let the, just soak right. and be history and appreciated. So I don't know what to make of it. It's enjoy. I mean, I'll put it this way. There's been two episodes. There've been moments when they're a little corny and cheesy, but I've enjoyed it. I think there's potential to be, but I mean, isn't that part of the? I mean, they're they've always been a little cheesy here and there. 
Every Star Wars movie and television show has had some cheese. But, you know, remember when we talked about in Book of Boba Fett, the like last couple episodes, the big fights in the city and how yeah, yeah, I yeah, said yeah. it looked like uh, it looked like Mando and Boba flopping around looked like when they had the guys in the Irishman CGI to look younger <laughs> fighting and they just couldn't like lift their legs. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. I, okay, I see what you're saying. Sort of along those lines. Um. That said, I, I like where it's going. I I think there's potential to be a really cool little hole in the story, the whole yeah. Star Wars story. We The Skywalker legend. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Addressed and filled in. So I'm excited for what could be. But what I have to say is two episodes in, the whole thing feels very much to me like a hey ewan hayden you both deserved better you worked hard and auditioned to be part of one of the greatest franchises in cinematic history and you slaved away at it for us for all those years and what we gave you was that product here's some redemption (laughs) like i feel like that could be a major part of what's happening here interesting Interesting. Think about it. Ewan McGregor, as a human and an actor, deserves to go out better. If he's part of the Star Wars, as part of Star Wars canon, he deserves to have his name, just being Ewan McGregor himself, associated with better quality product. I have very mixed emotions about the three prequels. I need to go back and watch them again. I don't think... I think it's become... I think I think it's become the thing to shit on anything that isn't like the three originals. I just think it's been like everybody wants to hate everything that wasn't, you know, something very specific to George Lucas. I agree. And I don't I think I don't think they're great, but I don't think they're as bad as sort of the Internet makes them out to be. I went that way with my young kids and be like, oh, there's actually these other three. Do you, I, you'll show those two, too. No, they are. I thought so. This was me looking. <laughs> where I, I don't mind. I don't, I'd love for them to be good. I'm like, no, these are bad. Like Jar Jar, Jar just is never good. He's no, just never Jar Jar is fine. No. That's what I mean. Like, who cares? He's a Star Wars character. I he think didn't that's add the anything, point. But he didn't take anything away. Storyline still the storyline. No, I think you did. I think you did take away. Okay. And the, the Clone Don't Wars card. blog about it, Star Wars guy. You're just like everybody else. You know, you squish burger. I really, I really, really <laughs> am. But even like the cartoons, I go watch the Clone Wars cartoons. <clears throat> I haven't watched all of them, but they're yeah. they're very good, and the storylines are good. I go, why, why we we could have avoided this? We just ah, oh, it's not good. So I think that's what, and I'm and I'm. You're exactly right about people like it's just a cool thing to do to shit on these things. It's like, yeah, no, I remember even as a kid going, this is very. This is very underwhelming. And as even I'm trying to think Phantom Menace, I would have been about eighth grade. And. Was if I think it was in Phantom Menace where Yoda has the big lightsaber fight and all of a sudden like little yeah, old Yoda is super acrobatic. Yeah, yeah. And I go, ah, wait, <sighs> OK, OK. There's a lot of that. And so, yeah, I, yeah I'll, that's what I mean. I have to go back and, and watch because I think some of those fight scenes were incredible. Oh, Darth Maul ones are 
The, yeah, Darth Maul is unbelievable. It's the best in all of it. Like that's yeah. that goes without. That's I think right, the well, other thing. agree me. there. I'm glad we agree there. Darth Maul might be the coolest character in all of Star Wars. If it's not, if it's not it's Darth Vader, it's probably right. him. I feel like even he was paid a disservice in a lot of ways. But if I was a real Star Wars nerd, I'd be like, no, it's all right. Clone Wars did him right in his whole storyline. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. I wow, I this has about, really been a thing. This is yeah. really here's how I learned about the how like really what happened outside of the movies with Darth Maul. I saw there was a Lego one day where he had he like was his all red body and like yeah. spider legs. What? I thought he died. Right. No, he didn't die. Right. Whoa. Right. So there you go. All right. Spoilers, maybe. Hey, um, okay. So yeah, before you wrap this up, uh, and we we do shout. Uh, what are they called? Like, uh, what do you call them on here? Before you say like what you're doing on the website or whatever. Um, uh, call to actions? No, it doesn't oh, matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, promotions before we promote what's going on in the oh plugs. The, the, plugs. There are plugs. Yeah, plugs. Yeah. Um, next week, let's announce the winner of the golf bag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so we'll do that. So every listeners, uh, subscribers, I guess subscription. It's a subscriber context. So listeners, go subscribe and uh, comment on that video. It's two episodes, three episodes ago. Um, but let's do that, and then I am ready to give another thing away oh, as I continue the purge. And I think this one will be another uh, well-received giveaway. I think it's a good one. It's what I'm thinking it is. We're, we are going to go through a stretch where we have a um, a variety of this category. <laughs> it fair, fair. Um, I'm trying to think of a good like teaser. Um, let's just say you want to know, you know, your game from a statistical perspective. Uh, perhaps the next giveaway could help you with that. Hmm. Mm. Better subscribe so you yeah, don't you should subscribe. Out. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. All right. Yeah. Hey, let's do our plugs. What do you got? Okay. What do you have to plug? I don't have anything, um, but I do have you, uh, which is funny because I scheduled it. Now I understand that kind of, you know, we've been getting what well, you've been doing so many of the what's in the boxes lately that I've been scheduling them up to be released on social media. And one of them dropped today. Yeah. Uh, with the uh, Cobalt Q6 rangefinder. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's got a lot of unique features. Very mm-hmm. interesting, including the case. Even the case is unique. Yeah. So go and uh, watch that. What's in the box? Review to follow. A soon. Um, Plus. <laughs> what? What? What are you starting to say though? You've figured out. What have you figured out? Oh, You're- like the way you schedule your posts. You know, like you have your calendar and you schedule posts. So, like, I've started to schedule up. The what's in the boxes you can schedule them uh through in a variety of ways to be to drop like on like my little clips that i create on instagram and facebook and twitter right and all those places so i just schedule them up like today um somebody liked it or commented or something on the post um on one of the social media channels and i totally forgotten that that video was dropping today and that all the social media support was dropping today so you even preload your social media support for these things. Sure do. And you're better than me. So the way I, sure I'll do. just say my preload thing works, it doesn't tie into Instagram. Um, oh, you should do that, man. It's nice. 
it's a it's a pain but then the other one i can do in advance but it doesn't like populate the pictures the way i want it to because okay. the link's technically not live so yeah. uh, maybe one day we'll compare notes and i'll just revamp i'll revamp this whole damn thing yeah because youtube doesn't do that uh like we schedule obviously i schedule your this pre- production meeting everybody uh <laughs> everyone lean in um obviously we we schedule we schedule our youtube videos to drop at certain dates certain times um if i put a link like if i schedule a twitter if i schedule a tweet that link still will i I use something else but that will populate the tweet look at us man just look at us same with facebook and instagram all the internets for that matter yeah, maybe one day just for fun, we should show each other all the goofy ways we do stuff. It's only taken us two years to realize that might be a worthwhile exercise. Um, all, right. all right, what do you got? What do you over got? to DryRangeHeroes.com. You can check out my review of the Tour Edge Exotic C722 Thai Utility Iron. Mm. That is uh, quickly finding its way into my bag. It's a great golf club. Um Go check that out. And then on Wednesday was the R-Golf Arthur 2.0. You recently would have seen the what's in the yep. box here on this yep. Yep. YouTube channel. But you can go read the review. It's a it's an interesting piece of golf equipment. Go check it out. Okay. I got a fun uh, whenever you want to play golf with me again and we do a range life uh, gear talk. That gear uh, talk. A, a gear talk. Yeah. Right. Um, I have a fun way to do a review for some putters because I know you got a couple. Um, so maybe you pick one and we do a little fun little range life. You're gonna have to send uh, me talk. send me a list to be like, hey, these are all the things, and I go, oh yeah, I lost track that spreadsheet we keep. I forgot <laughs> to keep updating it, <laughs> which I did at one point. It so it was fairly updated, like as of February first, probably. Right. Just bring everything that you've got to. Bartlett Hills, and we'll just run through it. I'll go rent like a U-Haul. Need like twelve hours worth of. We have the most daily we're gonna have right now. Charlie so. <laughs> Gear talks in. All right, that's Chris McEwen and Chris McEwen everywhere, everywhere. Go follow him. Do the things. I'm Bill Bush at DrivingHeroes.com at Range Heroes. This has been that Range Life a show. Sometimes about golf. Thank you for joining us next this week and next week. That's what whatever both of the weeks. We'll see you then. Health insurance with my